0: Hello, Namaste. I welcome you all to the 96th session of Guru Bodha. I welcome you all to this session. And on behalf of us, all of our students, I cordially welcome Dr. Guraja sir to this session. And I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir to this session. This session is brought to you by easyardha.com. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. H. N. Shekhar Udupa. This class is made live for EasyArda weekly class subscribers. If you're not subscribed, please uh, go to easyardha.com slash video dash classes. Uh, coming to the topic of the day straight away is uh, regarding oats. There was there's a uh, YouTube video which explains that artificial chemicals such as glyphosate are used in the in the production of oats or in in while growing oats, and uh, th- their levels are oftentimes five times more than many other grains. And uh, glyphosate is uh, re- related with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and in, even in the organic oats there is huge chances of cross contamination threat which again makes oats not so desirable so question to Guru Rata, sir is how to uh, think about oats uh, from Ayurvedic perspective and also this contamination and other, uh, other perspective as well.
1: As my opening remarks, I would like to say that just because some glyphosate or something levels are increased or maybe presenting that because they are used while growing it, it may be a contamination, a residue in any oats or anything like that. First of all, we need to understand anything which is done in excess will always be dangerous. That's the reason why Acharya has very clearly said. Presently what has been doing that, people are started taking votes in the name of that we need to get reduced the body weight or even uh, something like that, or in diabetes. Continuously, you are using because this is a typically a new type of gravya which you are promoting or taking it as a aus- nah, ahara, not as aushada. Being in a, uh, something like a breakfast, a diet. So, that definitely it is going to be, you know, much more quality if you are consuming it. And from the perspective of Ayurveda, if I consider, oats uh, basically has a dryness which is comparable with all our uh, Sridhanyans what we in India we talk about nowadays that millets. So, oats is also something like that, which definitely has uh, requires less water to grow and it fiber and is a root-chain issue. Even is root-chain nature, it requires much more time to digest and it requires much more water when it is in di- and digestive mode and definitely it is going to cause a lot of issues for its digestion and in a long term if it is habituated then definitely the oats is going to cause dryness and it becomes a reason for brittleness in the body means brittleness means how we can compare this brittleness means tissues may be just like that person is playing some cricket or some tennis and around suddenly he develops a muscle tear a ligament tear, or even the tip of a bone is fractured just by by just simply by slipping so all these things are suddenly not happening. It is happening over a period of time. Your body is becoming more and more dry. Whatever the necessary stehatwa is required that is not been taken in the name of cholesterol and all those things. So this is the thing. We need to have a balanced diet pattern and until unless if you don't do that and definitely the votes or anything, it may be definitely going to cause harm. Any sridhania is also in excess, it's going to cause damage. Second thing, cross-contamination never does. Any, any drug or any food uh, product while at uh, the field they're growing, there may be chances of cross-contamination because a farmer may be growing something else in the earlier season, now change it over to this one because there is a market demand, so he may be growing it. The field contains the residues and uh, no, uh, pesticides and uh, even the, the, uh, the chemical fertilizers, what he has used in the earlier crop. something uh, still is remaining and even the water may be sourcing from a channel, which may be running through the other areas or maybe through in a city or something like that, then the contamination of those city water drainage is also being tagged. There are multiple issues There we need to source out. It is very difficult to source out exactly from where this contamination is occurring. But contamination is a possibility, but doesn't mean that because the contamination Votes is not a thing for everybody, but it should be taken in a requirement as per individual and uh, dosage should be customized based on the dietitian or the some doctor who is in taking care of your uh, health. He needs to give you some ideas how to skip in between or how much you need to in- introduce these votes into your diet. All these things, if it is not done, then it is definitely going to cause another issue that is wear and tear. Uh, it's very common.
0: So the it is not like I mean, we take votes one time and it would cause any sort of side effects immediately. This is akin to the how Ayurveda explains regarding uh, regarding sprouts, regarding the millets, etc. They have their place in therapeutics. they have their place in dietetics. Just that it is not suitable for a daily use, continuously replacing our staple uh, ingredients like rice. With
1: exercise. But you need to understand that it, it should not be consumed on a daily basis. It is not for that purpose. And definitely uh and all these things need to be taken take by I mean, taken by those people, those who are um, markedly obese and those who are suffering from diabetes and such other things, and it's called as santarpana janyavyati. In them, in order to reduce that santarpana or the effect of kafa, we may go for it. But but we need to understand the where we need to stop it or reduce it. And when we reach it, a balance or the trigger or the you know, a threshold or the where we are supposed to reach, if that is achieved, then we need to stop it. That needs to be taken care of by the uh, attending doctor or a physician or a dietitian. That needs to be understood.
0: Thank you, uh, there, sir. Uh, Raghuram sir, please.
2: Obliging with uh, Guraja sir's uh, opening remarks and also the continuation of uh, explanation, uh, what Gurraja sir said, it's uh, really uh, obvious and uh, the initial statement, Ati Sarvatar Vajayat, if we understand that uh, everyone, so it's a responsibility for us to understand, Ati or Hina are always uh, dangerous, there should be a state of balance. Every decade or every half a decade, uh, once these uh, trendy foods make a news, like trendy foods or crazy foods, like siridanya so once the trend started, people started uh, like crazily following that and uh, uh, what happens in this is what is rightly said at the end the foods which we have uh, been used to uh, take regularly so we start ignoring them uh g- gradually so because it has become a popular food over a period of time and people have been following that and uh, a lot of things have been written in so nowadays uh, everybody google it and see so, so so much of benefits and there are people preaching that take this only Uh, like uh, we'll give example of what since we are discussing about what's what's taking these different forms 10 different forms 10 different or 20 different pieces will go So what people think is they go to a a point of craziness where uh, they start avoiding all other sorts of food and they make it a uh, so like disease specific food so this is really dangerous and this is uh, causes an imbalance in the regular uh, food or the food schedule or the practiced or accustomed food what we have been uh, used to so there, a new food occupies the dining table and it starts dominating our thoughts. Very importantly, these foods are introduced through our thoughts and the thought processes. We think very positively about those things. We start even start thinking negatively about the foods which we have been traditionally uh, using and cooked in home. And definitely, there is a change in uh, pathway of our thinking. Uh, we gradually shift towards those foods. There is a trend, I have seen many people strictly go by madness. Like if they are exercising, they exercise madly. If they are taking some siridhania or maybe, or something they take it madly Uh, if somebody uh, tells take this uh, uh, powder so it it reduces the weight it reduces diabetes like go crazy and take those things so vegetable schedules all vegetable schedules throughout the weeks only vegetable vegetable soup or one week uh, uh, fruits fruits uh, fruit juices so this is some sort of crazy schedule where uh, the body is not used to the body suddenly responds reacts to such uh, uh, things and things may be put into balance uh, so even uh, I oblige uh, what Guruji sir was telling, occasionally, yes, because it is a trendy food, let me enjoy this food, like many things came, uh, so when we were kids, like Gobi Manchuri was uh, if, uh, like a uh, fashion food, like uh, so g- gradually uh, this pizzas, the burgers, the Panikuris all came into the uh, market, so they were fancy food, so we were all attracted, everybody is e- eating, why not me? So let me try. There is no harm in trying once, twice, if it adjusts to our uh, body and also the mind. So occasionally we can take as fun foods, crazy foods and enjoy with the family occasionally. And so if problem starts when we start making them, when we start seriously including them as family members, so as a member of our re- regular dietary and we start giving importance and it starts occupying our dining table, refrigerators and our thought processes, mind, soul, everywhere. So it becomes, we sort of get attached uh, to those foods and that attachment to a food, which might not uh, uh, have uh, a dietetic benefit or a therapeutic benefit uh, on a long term, will definitely be harmful. So That's a great statement sir. So applicable to this and many other uh, new generation foods, so which are still under the hammer of exploration. Uh, thank Goat you,
0: insurance. thank you Raghuram sir. And uh, moving on to the next topic, uh, Ministry of Ayush has published a clarification That in the Ayush medicine manufacturing uh, units, which are GMP certified, in those facilities, FSSAI approved food products can be manufactured. So previously, uh, though they are FSSAI means like food supplements. So when they are to be manufactured or when, when they when they are to be if some facility wants to manufacture that a food license ha- has to be taken and you know many of the Ayurvedic manufacturing units they follow the rigorous good manufacturing practices uh, protocols as prescribed by uh, the drug and, drug and cosmetic act rules and acts uh, act so when they are already following all the protocols of this manufacturing probably the idea was that it's an idea to even allow them to manufacture the fssi products in the same facility because medicine manufacturing takes bigger amount of scrutiny uh, and uh, cleanliness and uh, so FS food products can also be manufactured there. Yes. So it says the Ministry of Ayush has received the request uh, uh, of companies to give approval to manufacturing products under the, both Ayush and FSSAI in the same manufacturing premises. In this regard, it, it is to state that there is no specific prohibition to use combined setup in manufacturing uh, line and equipment for manufacturing products licensed under Ayurveda Siddha Yunani and FSSAI uh, in Drugs and Cosmetics Act. Further, there is no direction uh, issued by FSSAI for restricting the manufacturing of food products under FSSAI license in the premises where AISH products are being manufactured. So, it, it, that, that being said, I think it opens up a uh, lot of uh, new opportunities. Uh, One is that it enables Ayurvedic pharmacies to get FSSI license. Not all Ayurvedic pharmacy owners have FSSA license because they were thinking that you know venturing into food products is again a new battle and you know new licenses, etc. had to be taken. But they can simply apply with the same facility now, now that the rules are very clear. And they start they can start manufacturing ayurvedic foods and supplements in the same facility. It also empowers Ayurvedic innovation in the food space with more Ayurvedic dietary products like soup mixes, juice powder mixes so on and so forth and uh, that is one more advantage and uh, it also enables non-ayurvedic consumers to have a taste of ayurveda and helps them to try more of ayurvedic products in their daily life though not all ayurvedic ingredients are, are uh, can be used as food but there are many ingredients like lot of spices turmeric amla etc which are used for pickles etc so which which are used on a daily basis as well so all in all, a good de- good development, uh, Guruji
1: sir. So we need to, <laughs> to welcome this. We need to welcome this. The second thing is we need to understand why this uh, clarification might have been given. Maybe some of the manufacturing units they might approach the ministry for clarification. So if you understand the industry of ayurvedic medicine manufacturing we have almost we can uh, classify these industries into three categories where a very low profile product uh, manufacturing company it is manufacturing with less number of uh, people in that and maybe few products maybe they're functioning a uh, machinery maybe for few hours in a day maybe six hours or five hours by the time the requirement or the demand of their products may be ending it So the industry and that uh, machineries and the space is idle for the next 15 to 20 hours. There are industries where there once uh, session may be like morning session will be there but there'll be no night production session will be there. But there are companies where 24 hours in a shift model The people will be, the laborers will be coming in and they will be handling the process and the process will be continuously going on like this. Uh, Industry with uh, such a uh, capacity of where we are 24 hours is producing, so they may not be interested to go for this FSCI products manufacturing their units. Maybe those which are um, functioning in the half of the day or only a few hours of the day, then they may go for it and definitely there is no harm in giving this uh, scope or uh, advantage to the manufacturer that in house also when in the same kitchen we produce so many type of products in the same store one after the other of course before producing the next one we will clean it thoroughly everything and then we restart it so when such type of things can be done at home why not in a production unit it also requires the same type of um, mindset and as well as the acumen of uh, skillness of the people that how a cross-contamination how a uh, neat production of the product may be done and moreover fssa products nowadays gives wide open a uh, scope for bringing a new new products and new things in uh, the market of course some of them may become in future become just like uh, how Dr. program sir has said the trendy foods so something may come as a new thing ashwagandha biscuits or chamanapurash chocolate or even something as a bread, chawana prash bread, something like that, which can be, all these things are possibilities. So maybe some new granules, chana prash in the form of granules, you can mix it with the hot water and drink it as a drink. So something like that, the new new things may come out, maybe with curcumin and ashwagandha as an uh, immunity modulator, immune modulator, so many things. There are so many scopes. Nowadays, even Shadavari, STModo, they're all been gone into FSSA products as a food supplements. So it gives a wide scope for the manufacturing, as well as uh, of course, the units which is established definitely will run for more hours, and of course, it will give more opportunity for production and it increases the labor hours and production. Definitely it will go. it's a good for the market as well as the economy. And of course, the people will be given extra scope for. Uh, we are having the new new type of uh, products, but being a FSA product it doesn't require much of the experiments and even the studies before they have been marketed, but whereas if it is a Ayurvedic clearance product, then it requires a lot of uh, trials and errors before the things will be uh, put into market. So we can uh, utilize those the areas and those laws existing. Accordingly, we can give a new phase of uh, products into the market.
0: Uh, thank you, sir. and. Uh but uh, one uh yeah uh, around please then i'll make my
2: point. it's, it's a welcome change so like uh, the combo working under uh on the single roof or so as Guruji Sir said a lot of scope to do a lot of uh, activities there very importantly we can also plug in uh, the patya patya concept explained in each and every chapter of fire weather uh so that will be the higher with weather's contribution so how to inculcate like uh, we can customize uh, the foods according to the doshas like a vata specific food, a pitta specific food, a vata specific uh, a food in Jwara, so pitta specific food in pitta. So like this we can uh, customize the foods according to the description of uh, the classics, more uh, research can be brought into that. So this almost Ayush medicines, FSSA products being uh, manufactured under the, in the same facility and both uh, in the same wing, so probably having a common leader or two leaders and a, a super leader over them so monitoring a scientific unit also there uh, So maybe as uh, someone of uh, the scientist uh, or who can give a scientific opinion so this becomes an ideal team for uh, research of and also to explore the ayurveda treatises what patya Pata have been uh, explained so bringing them uh, into the practice and also marketing them as a uh, guru also has mentioned chavan fast bread and ashwagandha biscuits so this uh, no objection Uh, Over production of these two things under the single roof, as uh, uh, indicated in that particular uh, certification, it clearly indicates that importance now people have started accepting that Ayurveda is one of the best in advising, in bringing in the do's and don'ts with respect to the dietary uh, patterns. So, in each and every disease, and also in customization of those things. Uh, I don't want to name uh, a pharmaceutical company. So, I was attending a CME and they were telling that a famous uh, company they were telling that they have a research under their roof uh, this was maybe five six years back uh, there is a research going on in uh, the patient of arthritis spinal disorders and other conditions painful conditions along with therapies and medicines Chavanprash was being served as a food Chavan prash not in the dose of the rasayana or uh, avaleha which has been uh, mentioned but they were giving uh, like uh, 75 grams to 100 grams for the patient uh, to consume Chavan Prash. So Chavan Prash was put on an experimental mode. If that works out, we will bring other. So this almost becomes like a puti Praveshaka Rasayana itself, because patient is in the inpatient facility. So like they have an individual uh, uh, cabinet there, so attended by uh, the doctor and also the nursing staff and everybody. So the patient is given a royal treatment there, apart from the external therapies and also the medicines. Rasayanas at the end of the day are served as food uh, in a bowl, so like uh, in a big quantity rather than we know. So, such things, so if medicines can be used in the form of diet, if diet can be used in the form of uh, medicines, you know, patya uh, itself indicates that which is beneficial for the pata or the srotas, each and every srotas. If we can formulate those things, we can avoid so many medicines. So this part of work also can be done. A person who knows Patya, if Patya is followed properly, if apatya are kept away, don'ts are kept away, so maybe food or uh, 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 lifestyle practice. So if these things are brought into practice and strongly, so to advise to a patient. Now I have a patient in my OPD so with whom I'm speaking. So when I suddenly tell diet, now people also ha- have something in their mind. When we go to an Ayurvedic doctor, they will tell uh, some diet. A doctor, what is the diet for me? How can I take? So this is a difficult question for many Ayurveda doctors because on the spot, If it is an OPD, if it is an online consultation, we have already got the patient's history in detail, we can slowly formulate or we can purchase time from the patient and formulate the diet. So in either case, if we have a ready-made food schedules which are available, uh, like uh, we were also speaking about uh, the uh, Madhubag very recently, uh, when uh, Yogesh sir was there uh, in the last episode, so that uh, preparing a patient customized uh, diet, So like a diet packets and so clearly feeding it into the mind of the people that this day for breakfast and lunch and dinner, you need to take the same things which we have indicated. So then the patient may ask or the person may ask how to prepare, where to prepare, we don't have time. Okay, boss, we have it. So FSSAI in the Ayush facility, so Ayurveda practitioners, a small clinic, a panchakarma facility, Ayush medicines manufacturing, FSSAI, all things brought under one group will serve many purposes too. Uh, Like we will be attending a patient on the norms of a Charaka chapter or a Vagbata chapter or a Sushruta chapter, so like diagnosis, so a small pool of diagnosis, a laboratory we have, a diagnosis we have, we have a physician, then the medicines are prescribed, the medicines are manufactured there itself, everything, uh, not exactly under one group, Ayush and FSSI, then we have an Ayurvedic hospital, we don't know. Uh, these things come into the role in future days also everything under one roof so one two three four five six you visit you almost have visited a a Karaka chapter or a social chapter of that particular disease and the patient has been comprehensively attended to this is a tedious job but as a part of research and uh, the future of ayurveda practice this is going to help in great proportions.
0: So this is what I feel. Over to you. Thank you, sir. So while this is welcome, Guru sir, I feel that there should be some restriction on which herbs can be used as part of you know, as part of food or you know along with say food ingredients and which cannot be used just to give like a rough example if someone is using amla it's fine turmeric it's fine it suddenly comes up with say an or ballataka biscuit and all so there should be a white listing of ayurvedic herbs or ingredients which can be used as food And there should be a a specific guideline of not to use herbs as food,
1: Definitely there should be some cut-off line for all these ingredients. But uh, right now, I don't think so there is any such uh, restrictions. But people are uh, using already Shatavari, Estimadu, ashoka already into FSI products with uh, mixing with some essential amino acids or something like um, which is required for the, you know, ECOD management or which is required for arthritic management, something like that or cardiac management. To that, some in the Ayurvedic product in the form of food ingredients, they are taken it and already in the market there are food, certain companies have produced it. But of course, there will be certain demarcation between products which should be used in the FSSA group and which should be used typically in the Ayurvedic drug manufacturing units. But the thing is, you observe that these FSSA products, usually those things are taken into consideration for production, only those which are having some culinary effects or culinary usage which is used in our kitchens and all those enlisted in Ayurveda as Rasayanas. Because these Rasayanas many a times have little bit of superiority of Rasa over virya of the product. So based on these concepts where the taste will not be any problematic such type of drugs are taken into care, it is used, but of course, they may, if you allow them to do it, they may break open every channel and they do the nonsense also. There should be some limitation or some uh, breakup or some deadline or cutoff line that you should not cross these things. And only they should make a list of those products which can be taken for FSA products. If that uh, limitations, I mean, uh, some um, uh, no um, restrictions on the usage, if it is done, then it will be better.
0: Moving on. I mean, this has been a repeated uh, theme in this one, but uh, we have to defend Ayurveda wherever possible. So I'm taking this. Uh, There's an article in the Times of India. I think it says Times Group. Virulago herbal drug cause liver failure. Uh, Nair hospital doc- doctor say. Uh, doctors say. Doctors at the BYL Nair hospital have documented the first instance of a patient with pre-existing liver condition developing liver failure after having ayurvedic herb bakuchi for vitiligo treatment. So patient was having liver condition previously it is not that bakuchi caused it. This herb is also known as babchi and widely used for vitiligo and uh, it is a, uh, they are reporting it as the first case of uh, uh, it causing acute on chronic liver failure aclf uh, a severe condition associated with organ failure and all patient was 44-year-old woman. Mumbai Central Hospital in a critical condition reporting weakness, itching, and jaundice. Uh, Dr. Praveen head of department, uh, says that his uh, team ruled out other potential causes such as autoimmune hepatitis, viral hepatitis, Wilson disease, zeroing on this culprit that is Bakuchi. Uh, She has been consuming Bakuchi seeds twice a day for six months, She was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis five years ago and found to have vitiligo around the same time. So there was some autoimmunity in terms of say rheumatoid arthritis, etc. I don't know how they ruled out autoimmunity as not the cause for liver disorder. Our findings strongly suggest liver uh, liver failure was induced by the herb, underscoring the need for individuals with liver condition to exercise extreme precaution. So and so forth. Doctors said the patient has uh, had a close shave. When the patient is still alive, but having some liver uh, failure symptoms. Dr. Harsh Gandhi, uh, uh, lead author of the paper, said they sent samples of the Bakuchi medicine and found. For a toxicological analysis in Kerala and it showed lead contamination. Gandhi said the herb's main active ingredient is bakuchiol, uh, but it contains other components like soralens which can cause harm to the liver. Kerala-based hepatologist Dr. Syriac Ab- Abhi-Phillips has been quite slanderously blabbering about Ayurvedic medicines against Ayurvedic medicines for a quite a long time. I led the, this investigation and the whole procedure of uh, publishing this paper. So Guru sir, you have successfully treated uh, many liver disorders. We have seen a lot of cases of ascites being treated by you, liver cirrhosis cases, etc. treated by you. And you have also treated as uh, evident in many of the case uh, studies that we have done with clear before and after treatment. Uh, pictures etc you have treatment liver disease also and also vitiligo also have you found any of the liver parameters going up or down during the vitiligo treatment or is there any connection or how do you see this
1: it is a totally an absurd and a baseless allegation they are made there are a lot of flaws in their observation I don't know how they are and uh, see look at the way they are making it when they don't know they don't find it in any way that this is Bakuchi is responsible for the liver failure. They are producing it as an article or a news bit to the market and it has been slandering on Ayurveda and of course you observe that. Who is supporting them? It is the none other than Dr. Siria Kabi Phillips, the one who is day in and day out, be thrashing or trying to debunk or defame the Ayurveda with various inputs. And it is typically from the same group of people these things are done. And if you observe that in the patient it is having a pre-existing condition liver condition so patient is in a pre-serotic condition or a chronic liver disease earlier to that stage patient was there and if no treatment proper treatment was given then automatically patient will move into the cirrhotic area or the domain of cirrhosis or he may develop or she may develop I mean, uh, chronic liver disease, which when she enters into chronic liver disease stage, then automatically there will be a lot of itching, um, abdominal swelling, ascites, lower uh, limbs, edema, everything will be there. So it is uh, not the right thing to say that patient was apparently normal before the treatment of vitiligo was started and there was no change in the liver uh, parameters or LFT, liver function test. After the treatment, then it has happened means then we would also suspect there may be a cause of agbakuchi may be involved, but this is not so in this case, the condition is having typically a pre-existing liver condition. Point number two, the patient also suffering from rheumatoid arthritis since many years, simultaneously at the same time she developed vitiligo. And they are ruling out there is no autoimmunity. So, definitely, and, and there is no uh, history of any alcoholism or any drug abuse. So, they are trying to put the drug abuse onto the Vitiligo in uh, Bakuchi. So, it is a very absurd observation from them. We cannot straight away accept it uh, a truth because the people associated in this, they got their own agenda to prove. And they will be day in and day out, they are trying to do these things. Point number, another one uh, important information is. Bakuchi is also considered as one of the Rasayana Dravyan. So when Bakuchi is of that nature, how can we accept that it is going to cause any problem to the patient? Then point number three that uh, particularly Bakuchi, the patient is consuming, whether he is consuming under the guidance of Ayurveda doctor or she is taking by her own way, we don't know. That is not specified in that uh, I mean, article. Simply, they are telling them this is the thing. It's happened just now. I have um, posted one uh, before and after treatment uh, thing in the easy of the group. Just look at that. It is in a case of uh, autoimmune hepatitis. Recently, it is the uh, thing. Uh, day for yesterday, she came to me, and that was the condition. You observe when she came, it was around 30 to 30 or 40 serum total bilirubin. But now. She is almost 1.5. So it has gone down so neatly and with pure Ayurvedic treatment, literally she survived. She, was, she, she has been brought to my uh, hospital by support of three members. Initial three to four visits, she used to come like that. Regularly she used to be carried by the two, three people. And today she happily comes into my OPD without any support. And we have done it through only Ayurveda. That needs to be understood. And I don't accept that that Bakuchi can cause any problem to the liver. Of course, anything I already said ati something without the guidance of any doctor or anything, simply they are using it without being um, bringing into the notice of the doctor. If something goes wrong, then definitely uh, you cannot blame the drug or the doctor. It is the ignorance of the patient. And I am using the, these medications containing Bakuchi in many type of patients from very young child to a elderly person with lot of precautions and of course i never come across not a single case that bakuchi has resulted into a liver damage so straight away i reject these observation and it has got a lot of flaws in it and definitely it won't cause any such problem people are taking it more than a year continuously i have got patients that to young patients so anything happen they would have definitely happened so there is nothing like that. So it is very typically understood that this is a bogus observation or only just to defend the Ayurveda, they have done it. So probably
0: they, the concerned doctor in the hospital were not able to treat the condition very well of the previously existing one and it went to liver failure and they wanted to blame something and they caught hold of uh, Bakuchi.
2: Ragham, sir. Uh, yes sir. Uh, pleasing with this, uh, we have discussed about this also. Ragham sir has put uh, right remarks on this. I also I am of the same opinion, so Bakuchi, uh, we don't know what circumstances the patient has been taking that uh, because even without consultation, without consulting the doctor and also without knowing the pattern in which Bakuchi or something should be taken if the patient is consuming, this Sarvatra Varjaya rule as Guru Rajasar said is applicable again the patient has taken, probably it may be an exclusive case where the patient was intolerant to that Number two, the patient has taken that without the consent or without consulting an Ayurveda doctor who knows about this, and indiscriminate dosing because they have read somewhere or uh, they have googled it or with or with, with somebody telling them somebody telling them take this like uh, uh, again like mad or like crazy the patient has taken, <clears throat> and we don't know what was the condition of the patient when the uh, when bhakti was started with what it was started. Many rules are applicable while taking even the herbs. Even if it is a amalaki, or a Haritaki or a Batuchi or a balataka, every herb needs to be respected and should be taken according to the prescribed norms. Now, I wanted to make a point before that, Purajasar already stated that statement like uh, Bakuchi is a Rasayana. Our uh, 28th chapter of uh, Sushruta Chikitsasthana is uh, termed as Medha Ayushkamiya Rasayana. See the beautiful words there, Medha Rasayana, in which uh, Sushruta starts the description of the chapter with Bakuchi Rasayana. Shweta Bakuchi. See, I, I want to read some lines. The article is available in Easy Ayurveda uh, as. 28th chapter of Sushruta Samhita. So further, those interested can read there, but i like to uh, read in between the lines and see what exactly it tells. Uh, Shweta Avalguja means Avalguja is a synonym for uh, Bakuchi given here. Uh, and this is administered in the form of Rasayana, in the form of Kuti Praveshaka Rasayana. So that means methodical administration of Bakuchi has been explained, number one. And when the preparation is done, only Bakuchi is not given here. It is the seeds are dried in sun and powdered to this powder of jaggery is added. So, this is kept in an earthen vessel whose inner wall is smeared with ghee. There is so much of procedure. The lid is closed, sealed, and it is the whole vessel is kept in a pot of pot and amidst the grains. After seven days, only it is removed. So, what is the technology here? See the Sushrutas period. It is sun-dried, powdered, mixed with jaggery and kept in a pot or a vessel. That vessel is smeared with ghee inside. So, we are using everything which, so this also indicates that there may be some complications related to bakuchi if it is indiscriminately consumed. So that is why this preparation of the medicine. So going and uh, taking heaps of bakuchi might, might cause problem. We don't know. It may be an exclusive And Ayurveda also tells, according to the dosha, according to dushti, according to satmya, according to one's shakti, Agni-Shakti, there are so many factors to be analyzed before giving and when vakuchi itself is mentioned as Rasayana by Sushruta, that comes as a Brahmastra, like a last weapon. That means to tell that when some conditions are, when is Rasayana given? When some conditions are not treated by mere medicines, these Rasayanas will come into the play. And then what Sushruta tells, it can be given in a dose of approximately 48 grams. So again, before sunrise, see how specification it is there. Everything is a science to a person who has been purified. Very importantly, Panchakarma is mandatory before giving rasayanas. So if see for Rasayana itself, if I am using Bakuchi, the body needs to be cleansed. It requires an environment inside the system, inside the body for Bakuchi's medicinal properties to be utilized to the maximum extent. So that preparation of the patient is there, physical preparation, mental preparation, everything. Why I am telling these things is, it's not simple, go read Google, take, something and gulp. No, this is totally absurd. It is a mistake of the patient. And very important, we see here, he should enter a specially built package for consuming the Rasayana, that is Kuti Praveshaka, as explained in the context of consuming Balla Taka. Very important. Balla Taka, we know, it is not easy to take Balla Taka. sir, can comment on this. Balla Taka Rasayana needs a discipline. Balla Taka cannot be just consumed like that. It is a Here, what Sushruta is telling is, just need to take Ballataka and follow the regulations. All rules and regulations should be followed in taking Aval or the uh, Bakuchi Rasayana. See, so much of restrictions are there and come to the follow-up. When the medicine gets digested, the person should take cold water bath towards afternoon. Before sunrise, the medicine should be given and towards afternoon the person should take cold water bath. So this is counteracting the effects of though it is given as a rasayana, cold water bath, just observe here. If we go into scientific analysis of these things, it will take ages. What was Sushruta's thought process behind writing this? And then he should eat cooked rice of, that is Shastakushali, the pad which has been eaten in 60 days, it should be cooked and eaten with milk and sugar at the end of the day morning what should be done, afternoon what should be done, evening what should be done. And see the benefits friends, two three friends, uh, uh, I am reading here, after taking this rasayana for six months, what is the important point? It can be taken for six months, continuously six months it can be taken as a rasayana. Okay, with following the rules and regulations, the person becomes devoid of all sins, all papa karma nashana, is with immense strength and color, grasping power will increase, memory will increase, the yeah. lifespan comes 100 years. What else do we need? Vishruta clearly writes, the lifespan will increase by 100 years. It may be an exaggeration, but the lifespan will increase by 100 years and the person will be devoid of diseases. Without any diseases, the person can live. So much of, and also Aval Guja, so Shweta, so variety and black varieties, its uh, methodologies of uh, consumption is taken. The bottom line is, it is giving a long of 100 years lifetime, disease free, disease, disease free state means liver also is included in our body. It is good for liver, it is good for skin, Skin. it is one of the best assignments, the best assignments. Then, why are these people trying to deep them? As Hebdo rightly pointed out, see, when I can't do something, when I don't find anything, I put blame on somebody else, some other system. That's an easy game to play. So this is, this is all a part of, I don't know, should I tell in this platform or not, uh, it's a part of a lobby, it's a part of something uh, trying to defame our system, uh, Gurujastr also rightly pointed out, yes we had to address this, Hebbers brought this to the easy the platform, as Ayurveda doctors we have, have to, this is not frustration, this is only a thought process favoring. It's not just because I am an Ayurveda doctor that our guruji sir is Ayurveda doctor, Kebba sir is Ayurveda doctor. We are trying to defend Barkuchi, but it it is because we have spent so much of time behind these herbs, understanding them and giving to the patients. The main motive of the physician is what Ayurveda teaches us right in the first year of BMS. So, two types of patients we are handling which medical science has said even you need to handle a healthy person, not only the deceased person. Keeping all these perspectives and basics of Ayurveda, respecting them, we have taken a oath. After that only, after understanding only why experts are giving these medicines. It's not like some Tom, Dick and Harry will come without any knowledge, will put some weird comments and people start... uh, uh Pledging that, also accepting that, I, I don't know how many Ayurvedic doctors are also seriously accepting this, which is written in the newspaper. So this is uh, totally absurd. A thorough understanding, a person who has thoroughly understood Ayurveda and who has clinically practiced that and has understood the herbs and their mode uh, of action, as uh, Guruji says, uh, case presentation clearly indicated. What else do we need? Proof, evidence-based Ayurveda. That is what we are trying to give. So. At least uh, on this stage, we could oppose such uh, bad remarks. Uh, I am also glad and happy. Uh, Bakuchi, yes, again, I also oblige that not only Bakuchi, whatever has been explained in Veda, our gurus used to tell simply follow the Aptopadesha. Aptopadesha or the Shabda Pramana. We call it as Shabda Pramana. See, such great words have been used. Aptopadesha, Apta. They are like friends. Charaka, Shushita, So they have indicated something. They are not our force. They are not written wrong. Any yuga, any... See, the trifala, one of my guru used to tell, my trifala at the time of Sushruta, Charaka and at my time, even my grandson's time, his grandson time, the trifala will be the same. The plants may undergo modification, but the benefits will be nearly the same. It may not be exact as it is in Pramita, but they are not going to harm. If you understand and give, even a visha, a poison can cure many diseases. So this is my... Uh, closing statement, So, Bakuchi can be used without any fear in uh, not only skin conditions but many other conditions. It is the uh, one of the best medicines. It is one of the best rasayanas.
0: Uh, thank you, Raghuram sir, please.
1: We need to understand, there is one important issue there. Now, Dr. Raghuram sir has brought about that uh, part of uh, how rasayana has to be consumed by the, the acharyas Try to understand here, for purpose of ego, we take uh, Bakuchi in the form of a medicine and our intention here is not to bring the Rasayana effect, just to overcome the vitiligo. So dose will be much, much lesser when compared to what we give it for Rasayana effect. Anything if it is a Kuti praveshika Rasayana or Vatatipya Rasayana for the purpose of Rasayana effect, intended uh, usage is for Rasayana, then the doses will be much bigger. And Acharya is saying that in a much bigger dose also, it is not going to cause any harm if these protocols are followed. Then how can with a simple two gram churna per day can cause a harm to the patient that to liver disorder? It is highly unacceptable to me. They're very clear. If anything has to be reported, they would have reported in a very sincere and serious manner. But it is their intention are very clear. It is just to defame Ayurveda they are without any proof they just put it on a claim that it is having to have a problem because patient was using Bakuchi for one of his uh, health issues so they kept the blame on that. And uh, another important issue what I observed is the patient is suffering from rheumatoid arthritis since 5 years in this case. Are they not going to give any medicine for that? A patient is not taking a medicine for that. Whether the medicines given by them it is not going to cause any problem to the liver. Usually they give methotrexate and other things, steroids to control the thing, whether it is not going to cause a harm, and they are very silent on that part. That's why very clear it is intentionally just slangering. They wanted to just defame Ayurveda, and it is not acceptable, and it is not scientific what their approach of uh, preventing the facts is.
2: Reverend, sir, please. Yes. Uh, this this is this is a very important point. Since uh, we are not giving as rasayana part when it is given in Vitiligo, Uraja sir made a valid point there. It is given in very very small dosage, and if doctor has prescribed obviously, doctor has uh, given a follow up also. Come next month. After come next month, we will see the follow up. Only in such conditions, doctor knows where to give and where to stop. Even even a small, it is given in small dosages. Number one, or it is given as a part and parcel of a formulation. It is a part of a yoga. There we need to understand if uh, Bakuchi is a part of a yoga or a combination or a formulation, it is the whole formulation which works. It is not that part of Bakuchi. The combined effect will be always there. The Samyoga effect will be there. And if it is given as a single herb also, as Guruja sir rightly said, patient, patient coming to us, so we know how much Bakuchi should be given. We are not loading them with absurd doses. This is an exceptional case where the person, the patient has taken in absurd doses without even knowing what is Bakuchi, without consulting, without knowing where to start, where to end. So it it is like uh, the story of a golden hen, the hen which gives a golden egg. So a hen was giving a golden egg, the person got greedy, thought, let me cut open the a hen and I will find all the eggs. Ultimately the hen died and uh, no golden uh, eggs were obtained. This is a similar case. Like somebody said, take Bakuchi. Okay, take Bakuchi. Day in and day out, take large doses of Bakuchi. So, if there was a doctor whom whom the patient was consulting, the doctor would have said, take Bakuchi from this time to this time, come for a follow-up. I will see the improvements and then advise further. That has not been happened here. So this th- we cannot conclude what has happened to this particular patient But people are judicious. They judge and jump into conclusions very quickly when it is uh, uh, Blaming the other system. It is very very easy as Guru sir rightly said when they are giving steroids and a lot of things and uh, they, they mention it as to prevent that damage this damage. Okay, steroids have been given in rheumatoid arthritis. What, what steroids would cause in future, what complications it would cause, will they explain it to the patient, any doctor? No, because they don't have time. At that time, they have just prescribed the bell on, next patient in, bell on, next patient in. So between bell to bell, they have a time to the patient, not telling how many doctors have have advised their patients to taper the steroids before stopping. They don't even know. For years together, they're taking years together, penicillin, Years together, B complex. There are some people crazy, like every weekend they go and take a B complex injection with a doctor. Every every now and then they take a penicillin. Steroids, though, they don't even consult a doctor. Doctor said they're finding much relief. They're taking it like indiscriminately. I had a patient where the person had taken steroids for continuously two years. This was horrible. All problems the patient had got. Why? Because so many days. No. Even if the doctor has said, stop it after so many days, the tapering method was not said. Okay, even if that was advised, the patient fe- felt that steroids is giving good results to me, good improvement, let me take it, why to go to doctor and waste my consultation fee, let me indiscriminately take the steroids. Now, how many complications, Vaidya Janna vikrutis. how many patients we are combating in day-to-day uh, practice, where patients have come with the uh, indisciplinary approach or a bad approach or bad strategic approach by a physician, the physician themselves, physicians themselves have caused complications. Surgeons themselves have caused complications. We have many such cases uh, uh, in our clinical practice where where we are combating them. So, with due respect to all the medical sciences, so this is what I wanted to tell. Over to you. Thank you, sir. sir, please.
1: Definitely, we need to understand where to um, draw a line and how to understand this type of bit of information in that. You just observe This study is supported and planned and guided by that fellow, the same fellow, the liver doc. Their their intention is only to defame. If they have any rational approach or a scientific approach, then definitely they would have taken other issues into consideration. They are not taken at all. See, whenever there is, if you find out any web article relating to paracetamol and liver injury, n number of cases you you can get it. People are using paracetamol in a very rampant manner nowadays. And during the COVID period, that is the only drug of choice. many people they are consumed like anything. So when such things are being used and this is going to cause damage, they are very silent on that part. And simply in one case, somewhere by accidentally it is found that, then they are trying to put blame on Bakuji. This is totally a nonsense way of presentation of the facts. So
0: there is a huge list of... Uh... Uh, ingredients, uh, sorry, allopathic medicines which have been known to cause liver damage, da- liver damage uh, anabolic steroids, birth control pill, erythromycin, S-N-E-A-Z, methotrexate, are uh, one of the most prescribed medicines in the world making billions of dollars, in- including, of course, paracetamol and so on and so forth. So there are two things I would like to address is that it's articles this, this like this should even be not allowed or not encouraged by the allopathic community also. It is not the opinion of entire allopathic community of doctors. There are hundreds and hundreds of allopathic doctors who appreciate Ayurveda and who are trying to incorporate Ayurvedic principles in their practices on a daily basis. And I come across them almost every day and even for the ayurvedic doctors also it is not healthy to have hatred towards one particular medical science because true nature of any medical science every medical science is to heal patients so allopathy does that ayurveda does that so also physiotherapy yoga unani and so on and so forth so that is one thing and Ayurvedic students, it, 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 the articles like these can damage the mindset of Ayurvedic students also. There's a funny story that uh, was told by a US Ayurveda practitioner itself. He has he has been practicing since many, since many, many decades. And he told that BMS doctors who migrated to US many years ago, many of them have stopped stopped practicing Ayurveda and they restarted their career uh, by taking up uh, allopathic uh, I mean M. B. B. S. degree in the US and they the person, and they became like an allopathic doctor like Ayurveda doctor turning into allopathy in full-fledged form so once I become allopathic doctors they start blaming ayurveda so, so our students need to be guided in proper way with uh, you. so that was also one of the main intentions of this not to slander allopathy because they are slandering us we will slander it's not like a tit for tat or the, the, anything like that. You know, Ayurveda never grew by suppressing others or blaming others. Ayurveda grew by its natural aroma, natural uh, po- power of healing the mankind and all. So I just want to end this session with uh, those sentences. And there are a co- couple of uh, uh, opinion on this in the comment section. I'll just read that. Why not, uh, why not Why not publish an article in the same newspaper asking to prove it was the barkuchi that caused it? Or present an interview with the patient asking who prescribed and why she was taking it a very valid valid point there and there should be some retaliation uh, just being quiet makes them stronger and liver disorders is a concern when it comes to specific treatments previously i've seen cases where aerodynamic medicines have been blamed for a brain by allopathic doctors for issues with liver during their treatment, uh, uh, during their treatment protocol. It, it is my opinion that more education is needed to correct this issue, and it's good that the topic uh, has been pursued on this platform. It should, however, be extended beyond this also. Thanks. So, thank you, all the participants, and on behalf of all of us, my words of gratitude to Dr. Guraj sir and Dr. Guraj sir. Thank you so much. Sir. Namaste.